This is Hope FM. And the time is 15 minutes after 8 o'clock. And I've got two very special people in the studio today. Now, many of you will have heard of an organisation, a wonderful charity called Diverse Abilities. They support children and adults with profound learning difficulties in all sorts of ways. And and I'm joined uh, today by Karen Hay, who's the Diverse Manager, uh, uh, Diverse Abilities Events Manager. Have I got that right? You have indeed, Blair. Uh, and you've just appointed Josh here uh, to help you as uh, well what is your title Josh? Uh, so my title is events coordinator. Fantastic either way you're looking to do all sorts of an amazing events and it's been strange this past 12 months because you you haven't stopped fundraising and doing events you've just had to do them in a different way haven't you? Absolutely um, I mean obviously in 2020 we had a full events program uh, for the year Covid hit and we literally had to cancel all our events and what we've been trying to do is put events in that we can do safely making sure we look after everybody so our first big mass participation event I think we moved three times uh, which was the Dorset Neon Run which took place in Paul Park. Which was a great idea. That's where we all light up, like, a, you know, and put it on bikes and all sorts. Absolutely. Uh, so everybody came in, like, fluorescent tutus and loads of uh, face paint. A chance to just let it all hang out. Although maybe I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have got more but to hang I mean, out than people others. People were so keen to do things. And this, mm. uh, we did actually the first Dorset mass participation event. Um, and so when people came, they were delighted to be out and doing something and uh, we were delighted to have them obviously because uh, we still got to carry on fundraising now of course one of the things that people are they're champing at a bit you know i mean i can sense it can you sense it on the radio i mean here we are sat in the studio but you can just see people at home thinking oh i need to be at it i need to be doing something you know and whatever so i guess that now as people begin to build confidence and start to mix and so on is a good time to have some good things planned yeah i mean we've been looking at things Things that we can do mainly outdoors because obviously fresh we air yeah. fresh air they're much safer so last week we um, hired a boat diverse abilities we hired a boat and took people out to watch the mm. fireworks and we actually even saw dolphins when we were out there so I mean, you didn't see the whale then and uh, the mysterious whale of Boscombe oh the mystery creature yeah yeah, yeah. Absolutely. everybody's talking about it apparently uh, I heard an interview actually with the RNLI and they know the truth about the you know the creature in the bay but they weren't spilling the beans Ooh. which of course makes it all the more you're thinking well what is it is it Jaws 3 <laughs> Or, or Nessie. <laughs> or Nessie. <laughs> well, I did go up to Scotland uh, during the holidays, actually, and uh, I was looking for Nessie, but he didn't put in, or she didn't put in an appearance. You know? Oh, dear. Next time, maybe, uh, Blair. Absolutely. So that was great great fun uh, out, in, out in the boat. And did you do the same for the Air Festival, or was it during the Air Festival? No, it was just before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you know, we're organising events that people can come to. We don't want to overlap with other big big events because um, you know we've got to sell tickets and sure. um, you know mm. there's only so much money that people have got at the moment mm. now before I ask you about some of the events you've got planned and we're even going right up to Christmas which mm. we hope where we hope to do some things in partnership together yeah, but, but before we talk about that there'll be people listening to us right now who will have no clue about diverse abilities now I know you do great work with children and adults and you have a school and you do a lot of work of course in the community but just just explain a wee bit more about what you do. Well, we're, we're Dorset's disabled charity. So we look after, as you said, children from the age of three 
up to 18 in our specialist school and the school is amazing we have a um, hydro pool there these kids are profoundly disabled so a lot of them can't even get out of their wheelchairs in the day so it, it's the most amazing thing to be able to put them into the pool give them a sense of freedom just for that that short while whilst they're sort of weightless um, we have sort of sensory rooms, we have specialist nurses, we teach them to read or we use their eyes to communicate. Um, it's amazing. So there's speech therapists, there's nurses, there's um, advice um, rooms that um, people can use, advice lines that people can use. So it really is amazing, the specialist school, and that we, we have them up to 18 there. And then they can either go into our residential homes, we do um, community work with people that are families that are looking after their, their disabled children. So we look after from sort of birth right the way through. Yeah. So they're, they're with us for all their lives, really. Now, of course, today is significant, isn't it? But sadly, maybe not for diverse abilities because with the, the Boris announcing the, the social care solution or steps towards it um, I mean that's obviously going to affect people with yeah, elderly people and domiciliary care and so on sadly probably not so much, so much the people that you work with I say that because obviously to do the fantastic work that you guys do takes a lot of money yeah I mean it does it costs us about £18,000 a day and with COVID, obviously with PPE, that went up by another £1,000 a day. So your fundraising target it must be staggering. Well, I mean, we, are, we, we do get some, obviously, funding um, yeah, from, from, from the council. Um, but yes, we have to fundraise an awful lot of money. And every, for every pound we fundraise, 88 pence goes directly to our services. And we're really proud of that because that's a, that's a big achievement and a high figure when you look at other charities. And I suppose the other thing too is because you're doing such fine work with families and so on, that, that there's a great motivation for them to help, to help you, isn't there? Absolutely. We are so lucky in so many of the parents get involved in the events and want to help and want, want to feel part of the big family that we feel Diverse Abilities is. <laughs> now, your newest member of staff is Josh. Josh, uh, uh, Josh, I believe you pl play in a heavy metal band. Yes, yeah, quite a heavy... Uh, Have you brought the instruments rock. today to give Not us a today. tune? today. I thought I'd give everyone a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, of all the things that you, you could have done in, you know, in the career and mm -hmm. starting out, what, what was it that attracted you to Diverse Abilities? Um, for me, obviously, the event side of it is it's the opportunity to put on events, small and large scale, um, for customers and you know, put on an event for them as your base. But knowing that everything that you're doing on that side has a domino effect for the charity and the services. So it's almost that sort of double-edged um, sort of feel-good factor of you're putting on an event for somebody and by somebody attending it, they're literally making a difference for complete strangers in, yeah. in a lot of the time. So did you, were you impacted at all by people, you know, in your family or anything who, who were impacted in, in terms of the work that the charity does? Um, not specifically, um, sort of my family, my mum's my worked for the NHS her whole life, so she's a midwife, so I've sort of always grown up with that, um, sort of backbone of, you know, giving back, um, sure. my other half, she's a, she's a carer, so it's sort of, that sort of angle of yeah. things, we're always seeing the bigger picture behind 
people's stories in a way. And of course, right at the heart of a lot of the things that you guys do, I mean, we talked about the neon, you know, sort of fluorescent uh, event, but there's a lot of fun behind yeah. the events and creativity. So would you call yourself a creative individual? I'd like to think I've got a creative mind, yeah. So you come up with outrageous ideas? No, well, possibly, possibly. Yes. Not, not quite yet. I'm still a... Uh, Still feeding my way. Yeah, it'll all hang out, you know. You'll be fine. Yeah. So, how long have you? How long have you been with? Uh, almost two months now. So, yeah. Great. We're Are really, you really pleased to have him as well? Enjoying it. So, yeah. how many have you got on your team? There's just Josh and I. So you're it then. That's it. No pressure then. <laughs> Holding it all up. This is Hope FM. But that's uh, Open Your Eyes there, Snow Patrol. And of course, my very special guest, Karen and Joyce from our Diverse Abilities. And we've been talking about the charity. And now we're going to talk about the, the, the plans that are coming to the fore in terms of fundraising. I know you're all chomping at the bit to think, ooh, what can we do to help? <laughs> so what can they do to help, Karen? Well, they can come to our events. Uh, we'd love to have people there. Um our next event we're doing is a rugby lunch, and we've done this for the last nine years uh, at Hoburn uh, Holiday Park. They've got a big sort of uh, function suite there, and they very kindly, they're one of our supporters of the charity, so they very kindly give us the function suite for free. Um, and we sell tickets for a lunch, and we've got two very special guests. We've got Gavin Hastings, who is the ex-Scottish captain and Lions captain, and we've got David Flatman, who is an Englishman. So I'm sure there's going to be some bit of tension there then. between Abs- those two. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. a bit, of, bit of fun really. So it's more like a, I would say, rugby lunch, more like a, a, a lunch with with an interview with the, yeah. with the stars of are those who have been very much involved in the game. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, Gavin's flying down. From Scotland, and he's looking forward to flying down. He's just got a book out, so uh, he's going to tell us all about the Lions tour. And David is now a very uh, funny pundit and uh, commentator, and uh, keeps us all in stitches. And we've got to keep him in check for the day. So you'll all be in your gear, Josh. You'll be in your rugger gear. Yeah, dust off the old rugby yeah, kit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and get a bit of inspiration going and whatever. Yeah. So what absolutely. type of people? What type of people? I mean, do, do you get the blokes to these events? Uh, uh, th- to be honest with you, the rugby lunch is predominantly men. But we we try and make events obviously for everybody. We do family events. We do events. The neon run actually is a lot of women come and run the neon run. They love it, getting dressed up. So yeah, we try and make make events that lots of events mm-hmm. so lots of people can participate sure. so yes rugby lunch is a little bit of a male one but later on in the year we're doing a, another event called pause on the shores oh rough uh, rough, rough, rough yes exactly well ian i love that you know because he's just taken to dog sitting you know and uh, his his daughter's got a couple of dogs you know and uh, now i he swans up to london every five minutes to look after the dogs you know so pause pause on the shore ian yeah. ian you'd be welcome the dogs would be welcome <laughs> <laughs> so we start at shore road we go up to Brankson Beach and we walk back again. So it's a leisurely stroll, is it? It is a leisurely Sunday Depending morning Depending on what stroll. sort of dog you have. You yes, know. exactly. We have a new, a new dog. It takes you for a walk. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So we're actually making it that the dog has to enter. So the dog pays the entry fee and the family come with the dog. That's a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm terrible, yeah. Although that's a great idea because, I mean, the, I mean, the number of people, and I, I understand that through the pandemic, 
that the sales of dogs just shot through the roof, mm. as unfortunately did the price for buying them. Absolutely. <gasps> you know, which, uh, whatever. But, but actually people love their dogs and it's, and it's a wonderful way to get fit as well. And it's an outdoor event, so everybody can stay safe. Oh, so pause on the shores. I, lo- I love you that. You like that name. I yeah. do. I like, we we I li- came up with that one. We thought it was a good one. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously don't worry, guys, if you d- don't remember these days because all the, all the information will be on the, the, the website, yep. which will give you an, an in a second. Yeah, it's just diversabilities.org.uk. Yeah. So that's so that's your two immediate events: the the, the rugby lunch and pause on the shores. And then what, what? What? As you look to the future? Well, we've got people running in the London Marathon on behalf of the charity. Because a lot of people do that. Yeah. Do you secure the places? You know. Yes, as you a have charity. To. Actually, charities have to pay yeah. for places for the London Marathon, and uh, then they offer them to people to run. And then we ask, obviously, people to fundraise. And and the London Marathon is one of those events, as you well know, Blair. That you know, oh. people do get on board with people because it's just amazing to watch mm-hmm. it. I've been down, been up to London a couple of times to see it, and it is just the most amazing event. But also, we've got our, our marathon or half marathon in Bournemouth as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we've got people running in that, runners. and there's lots of different lengths that people can run you know there's a 5k there's a 10k so again people don't have to you know do 26 miles there's lots of other events which are, mm. are much shorter and also i suppose that when you set yourself that sort of target you know if you've never done it before you know i'm going to get fit and get ready for it. i mean that in itself can be quite a lot of fun can't it totally i mean that's the whole idea isn't it you yeah. know with all these challenges it's about challenging yourself you obviously have got to put some training in Otherwise, you're going to struggle. I mean, we're, we're looking at events for next year where we might do a 100k walk across um, the southwest pass, the Jurassic Coast. But that's something people have to train for. So you've got to sort of decide fairly early on that you want to do that. And Absolutely. you've got to put some training in. On things like the marathon, do you do you get inundated with people wanting to do because I mean, obviously you only have so many places this year has been been again it's, it's been such a, a, a funny year hasn't mm. it such a strange year um obviously the marathon has been moved dates wise there was they they put in a virtual marathon so people could do it on their treadmills at home but the actual uh, they have got a date in it's the 3rd of october it will take place in london we were fortunate enough to get three places and that doesn't sound many but Charity, all the charities no, I know around the UK. Fierce competition to, for those places. Yes. And so have you got the runners? We've got three fantastic runners. So they're at the moment all training. We're sending them lots of training advice. And um, they're obviously doing a great job in fundraising. And, and of course, where everybody can get involved is backing those runners. Totally. So you do put pictures of them in training on your website? We have got some yes, pictures. Yeah, there's some pictures on our social media. Yeah, some of our team sent them some posts of their training. So. Everyone can see a snapshot of how they're getting on. And you just hope they don't get injured or anything before because, um, you know, you want them to be fighting fit. Absolutely. Are you looking forward to all these events, Josh? Absolutely, yeah. You're going to be really busy, aren't you? Yep, that's the aim. Fantastic. And then doing things like radio shows in between. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, looking to Christmas, we're hoping to partner again. And, and Josh, you wrote to me about, because you're having this carol event at St. Peter's? at St. Peter's in Bournemouth. And and of course, one of the things that, that you thought was maybe we could we could do some stuff around people's favourite carols. Yeah, trying to get in some sort of listener engagement with the theme of Christmas carols. Fantastic. Well, we're going to be talking more about that and involving you guys, you know. So because uh, I I think also because people haven't been able to sing, have they? Well, apart from in the bath. You know. <laughs>
Do you sing in the bath? Do you sing in the bath, John? In the shower. Oh, in the maybe shower. in the shower. Yeah, absolutely. Let it go for it. Because you haven't been, we haven't been able to do it outside. And, of course, Josh, being a band member, I don't know whether singing is your thing or whether it's playing the musical instruments. It's more the playing, but, yeah. The playing, yeah. But even that's been curtailed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. So that's, that's to look forward to in the future. How do you keep these creative ideas going? Oh, we love doing it. I mean, we come up with some some fanciful ideas and then work down from that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's been a great year in some ways because we have had to think outside the box in some ways. We have had to think, okay, we can't do that. What can we do? You know, how are we going to make people feel safe? How are we going to make our events successful? Because fundamentally the events are put on to raise money for the charity. Um, and also it's about engagement with people and, and letting people know that diverse abilities is is out there you know we're doing loads of stuff we're still here we haven't gone anywhere um, and um, you know we're helping all the people that we can help and the most important thing as you say is the difference that it makes in the lives of children and people who are affected by by disabilities in a multiplicity yeah. of ways it's making a difference for I them I mean it was fantastic at the Neon Run we got uh, one of our adult uh, profoundly disabled um, uh, service users to come down and he he started the, the race for us so he had a checkered flag at the beginning he was in his wheelchair but he absolutely loved it relish the occasion totally yeah. relish the occasion and we had to do staggered starts so he didn't have to wave it just once he literally could wave it about five or six times well if people want to check out all these events you know the immediate and and what's happening in the future uh, your website's the best place is it yeah all our events are, are listed on the website how you can get involved um you just literally go to um get involved and go to events and we've got photographs and lots of mm. images. So the Google diverse abilities, that will pick up there. Yeah. 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 And do you, have, do you have Facebook social media? Yeah. Yes, yeah, across all the social. Yes, all the events are promoted across there and advertised as well. Fantastic. But yeah, all, all the links and sort of bulkier yeah. detail for the website. This is Hope FM.